Hello, um, welcome back to Neville Salute's podcast. So today, you know, I have this neighbor who has a husband that has, uh, has Alzheimer's, and it reminds me of when my grandmother had Alzheimer's, and, you know, I'm starting to look at things, you know, uh, so they both have diabetes, like I'm talking about my grandmother and the, uh, my neighbor's husband. They both have diabetes, and I'm just looking at, you know, what's been, like, what's, what's causing their Alzheimer's, because I was there when my grandmother, she had her first stroke, my great-grandmother, she had her first stroke, and she fell on her head, you know, face first, uh, but I was luckily able there, oh, I was able to stop her from falling face first by putting my leg under her head. And, um, it's, uh, it's a crazy topic for me, but, um, so I'm just looking at some things, uh, about Alzheimer's, so, like, Alzheimer's patients mm-hmm. are usually diabetic, they even consider it a type 3 diabetes, um, they have a poor diet. That's lacking in like lacking in fatty foods, you know. Because I don't know why doctors recommend that you eat things that are low in fat and low in cholesterol when you know your brain is made out of sixty percent you know fat and cholesterol, and their recommended diet is for you to stay away from fat and cholesterol when your body is mostly made up of cholesterol. So that's something I find that I think. Um, the medical world is uh, lacking and changing because I'm seeing uh, this pattern or, yeah, let's say pattern where, you know, these same people are having these same, uh, these same afflictions, you know, the same, uh, I'm trying to get the word, but they're both, ha- they're all having the same problems where they're like diabetic, they don't eat fatty foods, you know, and di- diabetes is closely linked to Alzheimer's, and I don't see how they don't see a change in diet won't correct this, because if you change their diet, you know, to eating fatty foods, it won't erase the damage already done. But if you look at a brain that has Alzheimer's, it's swol- it's like shriveled to the point where the brain fibers start to, you know, show. Like, because your brain, besides the protein in it, the protein and like, you know, the nerves in it, it's mostly made up of fat. It's, so if it's 60% fat, What's the composition of the rest? It's probably like 20% protein and whatever other else. But if that fat disappears, the fat keeps all those nerve endings and fibers from t- from touching each other, you know? And I think what's probably going to be a common problem with these people is that their brain, you know, if it's to that point, it's not able to repair itself after a while because they've been lacking in the 
their diet has been lacking the essential things they need to uh, produce cholesterol for their to maintain their brain because you know as you get older your body can't produce certain uh, macronutrients for itself anymore like when you're young if you eat sugars and stuff like your main diet consisted of you know vegetables fruits and stuff like that your body can produce those macronutrients but as you get older those systems begin to shut down and uh, you it's hard for your it's harder for your body to you know produce macronutrients so I mean it's something I'm thinking about and uh, I think it's crazy that you know you can like look this up and see the problem here and the recommended diets it's like crazy because um, I used to be like 360 pounds and I lost most of my weight. I did have uh, uh, is it bariatric surgery, but the surgery doesn't do it alone. What they had me eat was mostly protein and fat, and that's how I lost most of my weight. I was eating meat and fatty foods. I would eat yogurt and stuff, and that was it. I would. Sugar was the worst thing for me. Like, people don't see that, like, sugar really has terrible effects on the body if, if you eat too much of it. Like, sugars, it's like, it's all, it's in the American diet. You know, it's, like, you never really see any cases of Alzheimer's anywhere outside of the, uh, uh undeveloped world, undeveloped world, I'm sorry. It's like only in places where they eat, their main diet consists of grains, plant food. I think uh, this push to stop eating animal products is going to eventually harm us more than help us. Even though somebody, some people's bodies are fit for it. But the lifespan of people was extended from just eating animals. And it's kind of going backwards to get away from that. I guess, like, you know, it come, it's, it's like a, one of those multi-problems where, like, you know, you get the people that are against, um, like, I'm, I'm against the animal cruelty, but there's a reason why humans, uh, evolved to eat meat there's a reason behind it because they because animals supply all the essential nutrients for us you know they make it easy easy to absorb you know when you eat when you eat plant food it's hard for your body you know to absorb all the nutrients out of it because sometimes it's not even broken down enough you know like i i'm not like a a genius in this area, but I have enough knowledge. Like, there's like some proteins that we need that are still in a raw state that we eat when they're vegetables. But animals, they can take that same protein and then their body break it down more for us to eat. So, um, trying to get back to my essential topic here, I think 
Alzheimer's disease was was a, was the first case in uh nineteen oh, say nineteen oh one or something like that, and a patient lived for five years. Uh, the German scientist. It was a German scientist named Alzheimer's. That's who the disease is named after. So that patient probably had some form of diabetes, where they were eating a a high sugar, a high sugary diet. You know, they're they're energy was basically uh, formed off glucose. Whereas if you eat fats, fat is more energy dense than glucose. And it doesn't have the same withdrawal effect that sugar does. Because sugar, it should be classified as a drug. Especially if at one point when somebody can't control their intake of it, because sugar reacts just like cocaine. Most people really don't understand that. And it's in the basic form of things. Like you'll always reach to eat a donut. Or it doesn't even matter if it's a donut. It could be a salad before, you know, you go to eat meat. Or some form of fat. It's just that's how the brain works. The sugar hypes it up, you know. Um... I'm just seeing this like correlation with things and like how can they not see that this is the problem here that people have a poor diet and it's causing the brain to shrink because I'm just looking at like you look at a brain that has severe Alzheimer's you can look it up I'm looking on the NIANIH.gov website um, and I just dropped my phone. <laughs> and they have a picture of a healthy brain versus a uh, severely Alzheimer's brain. And you can see that the Alzheimer's brain, the fatty layer, is almost gone. All that, the fat, the fat is that, uh, that like, white area, it's almost gone. You know, it's like shriveled up. And why is it like that? Like, how is the brain losing so much fatty tissue? And I'm thinking because, you know, your brain uses a lot of energy, right? And at a certain point, your body can't keep up a, uh, you know, the sugary intake, you know, because, of course, your body will be producing too much uh insulin right and sometimes like well not the problem with diabetes is that there's a lack of insulin right so after a certain while your body becomes insulin resistant and you can't form the amount of energy you need so I think maybe the the Alzheimer's brain starts to eat at itself to get energy And this is a problem. And the brain starts to decay. Because I, wa- I watched my grandma, like, I watched her deteriorate, and it's like, all, she didn't 
she didn't eat any really fatty foods. Like, my aunt didn't give her anything like that. She would eat a lot of uh, low-sugar stuff. And that didn't really help her in the long run. She still had insulin treatment, like... And I think, like, the medication they give you is just... Like, most of these things can be corrected by just people changing their diet, but yet they want to put people on medication just to, just to solve the... It's not going to solve the issue. It makes them worse. Like, my grandma, she had stro trouble going to the bathroom after a while because she had to take, what, metformin and all that weird stuff. Man, it's crazy. Like, on, I'm like... Why are they doing this to people? Don't they see what it's doing? And most of these afflictions... You know, they go to the black community anyway. Like, they're affecting black people. Crazy. So people, like, you gotta, after a while, you gotta do your own research and learn about knowing stuff because, you know, they, it's like, it's like they try to trick people to, you know, believe stuff for profit, you know? Like, how do, they, how do they teach people that cholesterol was bad for you? Having a high cholesterol means that you have a good brain health. But they don't do the studies on this stuff. And the study that went against cholesterol was done by a researcher who was being paid to find some sort of research to prove that cholesterol was bad so they could sell a product. And he, uh, what do you say? He falsified the research. Because he didn't, I was like, this is crazy. Uh, there's this book called Big Fat Surprise. Um, you can probably read some articles on it. And even tooth health has a lot to do with uh, eating a lot of sugar. Like, it's not the sugar that erodes your teeth. It's the germs, you know, the bacteria in your mouth that eat the sugar and form acids that attack your teeth. And then I was even reading a one article. I think I posted on my Instagram before. I hope I saved it. It's, uh, they're, leak they're even linking now that bacterial fats formed in the mouth cause the clogs and buildups around our arteries because it's not in our arteries cholesterol does not travel within your artery it, it travels outside of it so it's the outer coating it's like a travels outside of it as a liquid um they believe in it the bacteria in our mouth make fats and acids that we digest you know that we eat and it ends up clogging our arteries because we can't bacterial fats are different from the fats that we you know ingest that the body uses for energy it's different uh, I don't know what else I want to really talk about but um, that's just something that's on my mind and I think uh, a lot of people you know they don't look at this stuff and don't realize that like you can really solve this issue 
or at least stop it ahead of time by, you know, just correcting your diet. Like, they don't see this happening with people. If people that have a history of diabetes have a poor diet, not eating any fat, but then tell them to get on a low-fat diet, if your body has, if your body is not producing the fat it needs, then it has to get it from somewhere else. And it's like, they're purposely doing this to people. I just don't understand it. It's just crazy. It's wild to me. But um, I'm probably going to make another episode on this. Probably more, uh, more organized, but... This is just my thoughts right now on how, like, how I'm just doing research off my phone and looking at things, like, whoa, they're, they're really doing this to people every day? They're really telling them to, like, eat grains, fruits, and vegetables and have a low-fat diet when the thing that they're lacking the most is fat. They need fat, okay? They need to eat fat. Their brain is shrinking. You're not getting enough fat in their body. It can't prepare itself. A healthy brain, like they, when you open up a person's brain after they die, it should not be a bunch of fibers. It shouldn't. It should be a nice, fat, jelloey brain. It shouldn't look like that. You shouldn't be force feeding people crackers, grains. And what, cereals and stuff like that. Just so they can claim that they have a healthy diet. It's not healthy at all. It's not healthy. Alzheimer's is a developed world disease. It's it's not an undeveloped world disease. Before this, there was no cases of Alzheimer's. People were eating fats. They didn't eat a bunch of sugar every day. They didn't swallow down watermelon, apples, oranges fucking cookies every day. It's wild. It's crazy. And they're not teaching people right. Uh, I'm saying, eat meat. (laughs) Eat some sort of fat, cholesterol, get it in your body. Saturated fats are not bad for you. They're not. You need them. They're essential. They're essential nutrients to your body. You need to eat them. Now, don't eat fast food. That's something you don't eat because they fill it with other stuff, other chemicals and other shit that you don't need in your body. Plus, like, what? Fast food, they, they don't, they, what do they use? Soy oil? Soy oil? And soy is linked to high, what is it? It's linked to high estrogen. And, and gaining weight, you know? It's linked to high, like, what do they say? It's linked to gaining weight. You gonna, you keep eating soy, you gonna get, your ass gonna get fat. You gonna be fatter. That's, that's what's gonna happen to you. You know? I think it's just crazy how they do this to people. And, uh, man. <laughs>
I'm, I'm gonna get used to I'm trying to get used to podcasting every day I'll probably do an episode every day But it's just crazy looking at this Like how can they not tell That like this is what's happening with people Yes It was not until 1901 that a German Psychiatrist Alois Alzheimer identified the first case of what became known as Alzheimer's disease, Alzheimer's disease, named after him, and a 50-year-old woman he called Augusty. He followed her case until she died in 1906, when he first reportedly publicized it. It's wild. Let me see. I'm going to go back to the... So... I'm going to give you some information on the the brain, right? So, when I first looked up the composition of the brain, right? It's like, oh, it's made out of uh, gray matter. I forget the other one, but it's made out of two types of matter, right? But then the most important thing is that your brain is made up of nearly 60% fat. It contains cells, nerve fibers, arteries, and arterioles. But it's made of 60% fat. Now imagine, right, the the your body is very parasitic, not parasitic. Maybe, maybe I can use it in this context. But imagine if your body isn't getting enough energy. So your body will cut from what's around it just so it can produce that energy. So your body's like, whoa, all right, I can't, I'm not, I'm not getting enough energy to sustain, to sustain myself. So the cells in the brain are going to be like, well, there's this fatty tissue right around here that I could just eat so I can make some energy real quick. Right, and then you have the person who's eating a bunch of sugar. Right, their body isn't producing the cholesterol it needs, you know, to replace the fat that's being eaten by the cells. So you get in this cycle of where the cells just eat, just eat and eat at the brain, and the And the fat is never replaced. So then you get to a point where these nerve cells, you know, they start touching. They start touching. They probably end up getting eaten by the other cells around them. Oh, cannibalistic. That's the word I'm looking for. Your body can be very cannibalistic to itself. If your body needs something... It's going to eat it. You know, that's why you see people who, you know, gain a lot of muscle. They can deteriorate really fast because your body can't sustain it. So at the end of the day, is your body going to let it go to waste? Probably not. It's going to use it for energy. It might be very inefficient, but it will use it or it'll just die. Either one. And your body still has to get rid of it. Your white blood cells have to come kill it if bacteria get on it. 
and start eating at it and then get an infection. But most of the time it doesn't happen because your body is concealed. Um, I'm rambling a little bit. Now, I looked up the average diet of somebody who has Alzheimer's. And what did it give me when I looked that up? Is the brain made up of mostly water? It is not. Your body is made up of mostly water, but your brain, no. Oh yeah, 40% gray and 60% white. Let me see. The average diet of an Alzheimer's patient. And you'll get something ridiculous. Eat a variety of foods, especially fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, and low-fat dairy. So if the problem with their brain is that they're lacking fat, you know, their their brain is deteriorating because it is it is losing fatty tissue. And they're telling you to eat a bunch of grains and fruit. Now the main thing I do see here, they say cut down on sugar, right? But when you tell them to eat whole grains and fruits and vegetables, that is still sugar. It's still sugar at the end of the day. Your body doesn't look at it anything different from it being sugar. Your body breaks stuff down into macronutrients. You have sugar, fat, protein and those other things that come out of it like vitamins those are micronutrients if I'm sure is it macro I might be getting confused but these things are very important to know and the average person doesn't know that and this is why you're seeing a whole bunch of illnesses in this in today's society because these diets are being forced on people that don't make any sense. What is this going to do for an Alzheimer's patient? It's just, it's just going to further along... Offer smaller meals and snacks more often. Eating five or six times a day. It's another thing. People, people don't need to eat that many times a day. I can eat once a day and be fine. That's what I usually do. 
I eat once a day. Once. And they forcing somebody to eat six times a day. Man, <laughs> as my dad would say, Mufasa in the fields, you know, in Africa, he, he'd go find maybe a gazelle or some type of animal, hunt it, kill it, and they would eat once a day. Maybe twice, or they ate when they were hungry. And they ate till they were full, and that was it. You don't have to eat six times a day. What is that doing to your body? Then your your body gets in this mode of perpetual, like, it, it, imagine keeping the oven burning. That's kind of what it is. The oven doesn't have to be burning every day. Then they're selling people multivitamins. Just eat what you're supposed to eat. You don't have to take out damn multivitamins. That's literally the worst thing. Like, I have multivitamins that I struggle to eat. Those things are so nasty. Like, it's not meant to be introduced like that. And most of the time, it ends up coming out the other end. It doesn't get fully absorbed. People think that because you eat a multivitamin, it's going to get fully absorbed. It doesn't work like that. Your body does not work like that. Like, I don't know, it's just, I kind of take it personal when I'm reading all this stuff and seeing how my grandmother, you know, she went through this whole thing. But if they just, you know, changed one outlook on it and told, you know, told, like, they could have slowed it down a lot more and maybe repaired the damage that was already done. But, you know, this is happening every day to somebody, you know, instead of, like, telling these people who have diabetes, you know, to eat more fatty foods instead of eating a lot of sugar so that you can, you know, repair your body to let your insulin levels, you know, rise back to where they were. Because my dad, um, I was telling him for a long time, you know, you know, to stop eating sugar. And eventually he went and... Uh, got on the carnivore diet where he eats only meat and he he's basically healed from it like he doesn't have diabetes anymore you know that might be the best thing for him because say if he went another you know couple years for it well, he's like 50 so maybe if he was a, he gets around 60 he might have Alzheimer's like my grandmother He probably would start seeing him lose weight, body deteriorating, him losing memory. It's it's a wild and crazy process, but you know, if Alzheimer's is such is so closely linked with diabetes. Alright, so Mayo Clinic, diabetes and Alzheimer's, insulin resistance increases risk.
but blood sugar control, exercise, and healthy diet may help. Yeah, if you change your diet, everything would change. People don't realize it. It's as simple as just changing what you eat, and your body will correct everything else. Because imagine, so people who end up having diabetes and they have to take insulin, you know, it's a foreign thing they're injecting in their body. It's not human insulin in the first place. It's, a, it's insulin made by cows. I think, yeah. So, yeah, it was cows. It was cows or pig. Yeah, I think it was cows. It's something foreign to the body, and your body eventually doesn't like foreign things, and it will be, hey, it'll start eating it, destroying it. Like, yo, what is this? <laughs> start introducing that stuff into yourself. I don't know. I think there needs to be more research in that area, and I think they need to, you know. Do more investigating on how a fatty diet can change. Can change people's lives. Alright, I'm out.